I'm the fantasy pharmacist, and I'm prescribing you championships. pharmacist i am your host charlie mcmanus and we are going to go over the thursday night football game really quick this evening last week we i tried doing all of the previews in one shorter episode and i really think from now on i'm gonna try to get that out there um you know i realize it's a lot more digestible for a lot of people and i'm sure if you're listening to the podcast you already listen to a ton of other football podcasts and you don't have you know three plus hours to devote just to me um although for the some of you who have been doing that i really appreciate it um so i'm gonna try to make it you know especially while you know while i'm in this you know first year especially and, and super amateur about this um, really try to keep it down so that, you know, the, the, sorry, the podcast time down so people can actually enjoy and, and get through everything instead of, um, you know, really feeling overbeared with it. So yeah, to, we'll still probably do some, you know, the occasional Thursday specific previews like this and the Monday night footballs, but from here on out rest of season, um, and probably for the foreseeable future, I'll try to do all of the previews in one episode, one big episode. So keep an eye out for that this weekend for the Sunday games. I might have some, um, well, yeah, anyway. So looking at the games last week before we get into Thursday, I had a great week. Another one of probably my better weeks of the season, um, Probably not better than first or second week. I need to look at that. Um, I only missed three picks in both the against the spread, the straight up, and the over under. Three in each category, not three total. That'd be insane. Um, although I was also I was already really happy with only missing three for each. So in against the spread and straight up, I went eleven and three. In the over unders, I went ten and three and one, which I really enjoyed because that's been a tricky. Um, I, you know, I've not been as good on the over-unders this season, so it was nice to get a week where I really felt like I got the hang of it. And then my favorites did okay, but... Or, sorry, over-under was 10-3-1, with the tie coming in at the Cincinnati and Pittsburgh game right at 46. And then that was also one of my favorites of the week. So that... Or the, my five favorites went 3-1-1. One, and one. Um, So, yeah, so all, all, overall a great week, positive in all the categories, bringing my season, pl- season totals to... Well, I was plus eight in both against the spread straight up, plus seven in over under, and plus two in the favorites. So now for the season, I'm plus 26 against the spread, plus 31 straight up, and plus nine over under. And my favorites are plus 10 out of only uh, 30 bets or so. So um, sitting at kind of, I'm doing really quick and very rounded math here, but it looks like 66-ish win percentage in, against the spread and favorites. And actually straight up as well. Um, and then over-under is basically like a 60-40, if that split. Um, but yeah, so a good week. I'm, I'm hopefully going to keep the train rolling and, and uh, get get some good picks going this week. Uh, this past week, the ones I missed were Philadelphia at Giants. I thought the Eagles were going to win. They did not. They didn't cover or win. Washington covered, but they did not win. I thought they had the Lions number. But um, a great comeback for Washington to potentially send it to overtime, but then Matt Prater hits a uh, 59-yard field goal to win it. Crazy, crazy, crazy game. Uh, Tampa Bay and Carolina also just missed the – or sorry, no, 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 not just missed. <laughs> I had the under at 50, 
and a half, so I missed that one. Tampa or uh, Tom Brady came out ready to play. I thought he was gonna come ready to play, but whoo, that was that was something. That was that was some old Tom Brady. Uh, Arizona won, but they did not cover because they didn't go for the extra point because they were afraid of it getting blocked and then returned. So I was devastated at that because I would have loved to get uh, you know another another win in, in the, against the spread, and they were so close to doing it. Um, but obviously, I was happy with that DeAndre Hopkins catch anyway to get the straight-up pick for Arizona. Um, I missed the Baltimore game entirely. I mean, that monsoon was crazy, and Baltimore could do literally nothing at the end but they shouldn't have been in that situation anyway and then the seattle rams game i had the over i thought there would be a lot more offense there but the rams did a great job of shutting down the seahawks and everything else i hit so a great week all right but going into the thursday night games um or games the thursday night game tonight very very exciting it should be a fun one probably the best thursday night game of the year it's going to be awesome these are two of the best absolute best offenses in the league going up against some of the absolute worst offenses in the league so no surprise no surprise the over is what i'm taking in this one seattle is favored at minus three and the over under set at 57 i am taking the over it is one of my favorite bets of the week and let's get into why it is so the biggest concern is that well the biggest concern for seattle is that seattle is missing three of their starting cornerbacks that is tough the seattle and they've missed their cornerbacks for the past couple of weeks um so it's not you know it's not the most surprising thing to to see these injuries or to see all three of them injured if, if you did not know but they are going to be hurting they're really griffin was their only like really good cornerback anyway Quentin Dunbar's pretty solid um so they're both missing and Thorpe is missing they're all on IR or sorry um Griffin's not on IR he's just out so they're starting quarterback their cornerback their best one is Trey Flowers who is solid but like nothing at all great and you would much rather have Griffin on Hopkins than Flowers but that's neither here nor there. So that is definitely, definitely going to hurt their secondary. Like I said, they've been injured um, in a couple games in the past. It allowed the Rams put up 23 points on them. Buffalo put up 44 on them. San Francisco was able to put up 27 with their bad offense. Um, and then four weeks ago in their meet, last meeting with Arizona, they lost in overtime, gave up 37 points. So not a good defense. You're already aware of that, and it's already and it's even worse. Sorry. So their defense is in a, in a pretty bad spot. And then on offense, they're, they're missing Dorsett. They've missed him forever. Um, Chris Carson is unlikely to play this week. He's been questionable. And Lockett, while also being questionable, is going to play tonight. So that's great for the team, but I'm very curious, very, very curious to see if Lockett's actually ready to go, if he's just in there for a decoy because they need him. Um, but since I have him in most of my fantasy leagues, I well, actually... About half my fantasy leagues, I really, really could use Lockett to do well. Um, honestly, I haven't even looked at my lineup in my leagues to, before tonight, so I just really need to do that. Um, I don't know if I'm starting him because I'm, I'm lucky. I have some great wide receivers. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I definitely not a guaranteed start for Lockett, though, as far as fantasy, if you have some great options. But if he is ready to play, oh, my gosh, you definitely have to – I mean, I guess you have to start him. Um I mean, what he could do against this bad Arizona defense could be amazing. Um, 
And then also, well, we'll get into that in just a second. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all over the place today. Um, and then the other last injury for Seattle is they're missing their center, but their center was not even that great anyway, so it's not the biggest loss, um, as you might think. But still, never good to, to be missing offensive linemen, especially the center there. So I do think Seattle should be pr- able to do pretty much whatever they want on offense. Um, Arizona, uh, uh, fortunately for Seattle, is missing four of their seven front seven starters. So that's insane. And it, three of them are the entire D-line. They, they like to do a 3-4. And... I mean, they're all gone. <laughs> they're all gone. Their entire D-line is gone. And even one of the backups is missing. Their rookie they drafted in the fourth round, Fotu. So not a who would be starting at uh, nose tackle there. So you have your third string defensive tackle in. Um, you know, your defensive ends are not going to be great. Now, fortunately, they do have Kennard, um, the linebacker, coming off the edge still. So they still are should be able to apply a decent decent little bit of pressure especially since seattle's offensive line is not very good but the unfortunate thing for arizona's defense is that seattle's offensive line is not great but they have one left tackle who's phenomenal um in brown and that's probably um you know so unless they move canard over to the right side and rush off the seahawks right side of the offensive line that should be a pretty easy matchup for brown to fend him off all game long so russell should have some nice time to throw the ball and even though they're missing their center and they didn't have a good offensive line to start i do think the running game could have a nice little matchup um you know really take advantage of arizona missing these starters especially because they're going to have to play the pass so much but unfortunately they're still you know the running back stable is is still half there um carson's not likely to play rashad penny's of course missing um been missing this whole season uh, Carlos Hyde is going to be the starter pretty much in splitting that with Dallas. Um, and then they also started using Alex Collins. So Travis Homer is doubtful. So you've got DJ Dallas, Carlos Hyde, and Alex Collins. I'm not starting any of them, neither should you. This isn't going to be um, you know, a great game for fantasy, but the the running game efficiency for the Seahawks team should still actually be fairly solid. Um, and of course they all have good opportunity to, to score a touchdown, um, anytime. So I guess theoretically, since it's such a high scoring game, you could find worse, really, really far, you know, streaming options for running back. Um, you know, I've seen the shape of some teams around, you know, around, well, around the world looking, looking at their running back situation. So who knows, maybe you are starting one of these guys and it could be worse. Um, yeah, so I do think the efficiency is good, but again, figuring out which of the three running backs is going to get the touchdown and the majority of the work, it's just not worth it. Um, if I had to guess, I guess Alex Collins, because that's who they went with last week, um, and I'm not really a huge Hyde fan. Uh, all right, so let's see. But yeah, other than that, I do think the Seahawks should pretty much be able to do whatever they want on offense, because Arizona defense isn't that great. Um now, again, Lockett has been scaring me a little bit with his injury and potentially with Patrick Peterson on um, DK Metcalf. This, this could be uh, a, weirdly, a weirdly tough defensive matchup. Um, like, if Lockett is really, really injured and Peterson does is able to just shut down DK, especially if Lockett's injured because so much of the defensive focus can just be put on DK. Um, and then it would really just fall on the shoulders of rest, which, I mean, it always is and always has been the case for years now um, to win it for them. But so I do like the, the matchup for Lockett if he's healthy. Um, 
And then, again, if he's not, this defense could potentially sh- shut the Seahawks down if Lockett is a non-factor, non-contributor. But I don't think that's the case. Otherwise, he wouldn't be out there, I don't think. Um, so I think this offense is able to move the ball pretty well. Um, I do like Lockett, like I said. With DK, I think you know he can, he can beat really good cornerbacks. He's shown that. But he's also shown not being able to do that. Um, so it's definitely not a, you know, stay away, stay away, don't play. But he's also not a, you know, start him for sure. And you don't have to think twice about him, you know. Um, I would assume you're starting him in every single one of your leagues. It's just, man, that's, uh, I would hate to be DK owner for this game, uh, weirdly enough. Just be, you know what, but Arizona's safeties don't have much safety help. And all DK needs is to get past and then beat his man. So, yeah, what am I talking about? This is Arizona's defense. They're both probably going to eat as long as they're both healthy. But either way, like I said, this offense is going to be pretty um, pretty much going to be able to do whatever they want. I um, expect Russell Wilson to maybe have a nice running game if the front seven for Arizona and the backups are really bad. Um, he might be able to get them out of position and then just torch them for some long runs. We will see. Um, and, you know, he, Depending on Lockett's health, he might need to put some yards on the ground for the offense. So we'll see. And then as usual for this offense, don't expect much tight end usage. I would expect more, you know, one of those three running backs to get a touchdown over Will Disley or Greg Olson or any of the tight ends they use really. So should be a fairly good game for Seattle's offense. Now when Arizona has the ball, it's I just don't think they're going to stop them. Similar to what I said about the Rams, um, the Rams game last week. It's just like I don't think the Seahawks are ever going to be able to stop Arizona. Just like I don't think they were really ever going to be able to stop the Rams, which of course they did. Rams only put up 23 points. That's a decent amount of points. Um, and that's the Rams. That's not Arizona. Arizona, you know, Seahawks, it, it's their secondary. That's what you can take advantage of. And there's no better team other than, you know, Kansas City uh, than Arizona to take advantage of that. So, I just don't think Seattle's ever going to be able to stomp them. I think Arizona's going to absolutely tear this Seattle defense apart. Um, Arizona's offensive line is healthier now. They have their right guard back. Kenyon Drake is healthy and looks ready to go. He put up 100 yards last week, so a great game for him. Edmonds is, of course, the... Well, not of course, but in my opinion, he is the fantasy running back you want for that team, for sure. He's going to get the touchdowns. He's going to get the catches. But they're heavily going to use Drake still. I don't think this is like at all anything or anything other than a committee a full-blown committee but i do think Edmonds is the valuable one to have and i do think he's going to start um you know leading the team and touches things like that um so both of them should be great effective they're going they potentially might have max williams their tight end back he's mostly a blocking tight end but he is a very very good one at that so that would be huge for arizona and specifically the run game um and then they're all their all their wide receivers are healthy. They should be ready to go. Kirk, Hopkins, probably going to both dominate this Seahawks defense. Um, Hopkins is going to, I mean, he's a, he's a beast, of course. And Kirk, with this matchup, like, I, Kirk definitely has better games when there's a good cornerback on Hopkins and Murray just can't literally throw Hopkins, like, half the balls because it works and he's so good. Um but this so like normally you want a a better cornerback for kirk uh a better cornerback on hopkins 
so that Kirk does well. But because this defense is just so bad, I think Christian Kirk's speed is really going to become a factor. He's going to get behind the defense. He's probably going to catch a long ball, if not a long ball touchdown. So I'm excited for this offense. And basically, when you look at, or now looking at, now that you're kind of aware of the, the situations for both teams, health and injury-wise, it's just, I it's simple. Like, I just don't see Arizona not scoring. I just don't see it. Um, and I do think Seattle is going to be able to score, but I do think that Arizona's defense is going to be able to be just a little bit better than Seattle's. I think they generally are anyway, but the huge, huge factor is that, you know, these are both two bad defenses to start, and they're both injured defenses, but Arizona is injured in the front seven, and the Seahawks are injured at cornerback. And in a game where you're going to have a shootout, you're going to be throwing all the time, you're going to need to be putting up points, because the other team certainly is, you would much rather have a better secondary. Arizona still has Patrick Peterson, and uh, I believe his name is Brandon Murphy, and those guys are phenomenal, uh, well, they're very good cornerbacks, so... Patrick Peterson's not looking quite as, you know, dominant like he has been in years past, but still very good cornerbacks. And Seattle has no one. Like I said, Seattle's best cornerback is Flowers, who's fine, but he's just not on the level of Peterson or Murphy, um, in my opinion. So, yeah, like I said, uh, I just see Arizona, or I, I see Arizona being able to stop Russell Wilson and the Seahawks a couple of times and I just uh, see Arizona now obviously I don't mean literally every drive they're gonna score but most of them and uh, yeah so so to me this is a pretty easy uh, matchup I'm taking Arizona plus three I'm taking Arizona straight up and like I said earlier I'm taking the over at 57 now the 57 over the 57 is one of my favorites of this week but Arizona plus three is not one of my favorites um, I, like I said, it was easy for me to review this, excuse me, this game to see what I think might happen, but that does not mean I think it's like an easy, for sure, slam dunk Arizona wins. Um, just because it's Russell Wilson, it's the Seahawks, and anytime you have like such lopsided teams like this, where you just have like such a good offense and such a bad defense, and you have two of them going up against each other, um, you know, there's just a high variance for anything to happen. This should be a close game, and it's just it probably will just come down to like who has the ball at the end of the game, or who has more turnovers, or who has better special teams. Um, so you know, it's it's I don't love making those kinds of games my favorites. I'd like to have a little bit more of a lock, um, but I do really like the Arizona plus three pick, and I'm pretty confident in it. Uh, just to give you an idea of of how I feel about it. All right, so that is the preview for tonight's game. A little bit longer than I was hoping. I was kind of rambling on and on. My I've been all over the place today, honestly. Um, but hope you enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward to this one. It's going to be an awesome, awesome Thursday night football game. Get excited, people. Should be a great week of football ahead of us. I know in your fantasy seasons it's coming down to, you know, every week matters. You're probably playing for your last couple of playoff spots. So best of luck to you. Thank you for checking it out. Um, follow me on Twitter at Fantasy Pharma. You can follow all the lines and stuff there. And have a good one. Peace out.